Dennis Chuck Show. Featuring your host, Charles Levi, a.k.a. Redfish Chuck. And the Redfish Chuck Show's co-host, Alan Ryland. And also featuring the Redfish Chuck Show's other co-host, Happy Lydow. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Guess what time it is? That's right. It's time for the 2013 Kayak Angler Choice Awards. Brought to you by YakAngler.com and Kayak Fishing Radio. The nominations are in. Vote for your choice at YakAngler.com slash choice. That's YakAngler.com slash choice. You heard it. I'm sure you've probably seen it all over uh, Facebook last couple of days, or really mainly today, that the nominations are in, and uh, you can go ahead and start voting for your favorites out of the nominations that have been put in place. Yakingo.com. Don't forget, too, that we did not come up with the people who are uh, in these categories. We had nothing to do with it. Um, we open it up to the kayak fishing community as a whole to be able to uh, nominate whoever it is they feel deserves to be recognized. And it's, it's I don't know, it's, uh, it's for fun, you know. No one's going to walk out of here with a trophy or plaques or prizes. It's kind of like bragging rights, you know. To me, if you're nominated – that's pretty awesome. Um, you know, you can consider yourself, you know, looked highly upon because this is open for the entire country. So, you know, there was a lot of different nominations. And what we did is we took the top nominations from each category and I think top 20 or so and threw them on a, uh, on another nomination list and now let you guys vote on them. So, Congratulations to our buddy Tommy Head, who's there in the uh, chat room. I know he was nominated. <clears throat> I'm super stoked because uh, Space Coast Kayak Anglers, you know, the group a group in which I started on Facebook, was nominated for Best Forum of the Year, which is kind of crazy because we're not really a forum, but we'll take it. Um, and uh, and Kayaks by Bo was also nominated, which was pretty awesome. So we definitely appreciate that. Um, Definitely definitely cool stuff. So if you get an opportunity, go check out uh, yakangler.com. You should be on yakangler.com anyway. And uh, go check them out. Backslash nominations, I believe is what it is. But uh, we'll play that bit again here shortly. I uh, did not introduce myself. Most of you who listen to the show know who I am, probably by my voice. I'm Charles Levi, also known as Redfish Chuck. 
Joining me tonight is one Mr. Pepe Vidal. How are you, brother? Hey, good, good. How you doing? Good, man, good. Uh, we're missing our buddy Alan once again. Uh, Alan is just whooped. He's had a, a pretty rough day today, so he's going to sit this one out. But, uh, of course, our thoughts and prayers are still with Alan on a speedy recovery. I know it's killing him not to be able to, to fish and partake in the show and, and a bunch of other things that we've got going on locally, but he'll be back at it here soon enough. With that being said, folks, tickets are still available if you want to purchase some tickets. Uh, raffle tickets that is for the benefit that we're doing for Alan and his family um, they were stricken with some bills uh, unforeseen bills that came upon them in kind of a quick fashion they were kind of blindsided by um, a leak issue in their kitchen which destroyed their kitchen and then uh, like right after Alan gets word that he's got prostate cancer so uh, you know one two punch why not right um, I talked to Alan and Jennifer and, you know, of course, Jessica, uh, they're always in our, in our thoughts and prayers. And, you know, I talked to them and I, and I expressed to them that, you know, the kayak fishing community, unlike other styles of fishing seems to be a bit more of a tight knit group, uh, much more of a kind of a family atmosphere, if you will. So we got to look out for our own, you know what I'm saying? I uh, see that we got a couple of guests there in the chat room real quick. Guests, you guys can log in using your Facebook account or Twitter account if you want to get involved in the uh, the craziness that usually takes place in the chat room. So feel free to do that. We've got uh, a buddy, Ed, from Hellbrand Leatherworks um, in there, a couple of guests. we got Wade, the engineer. we got Just Plain Tam. I don't know if there's anything just plain about you, sweetheart, but uh, Tammy's in there. Um uh, Kayak Fish 2's in there, Peppy, who's my co-host, obviously, he's in there fielding some questions and joining in in the craziness, and then uh, Randy English, Spaz, who's uh, making a return back to the show, I appreciate you being in there, buddy, Tommy Head Jigs, and Yak Chum, who uh, is one of the guys who, or he is the guy who puts together all the sound bites for us, so we definitely appreciate that, and Chris Johnson just uh, joined us as well, so, uh, but yeah, going back to the raffle tickets, what we can do is um, you can, if you're not local, if you're from out of town and you want some raffle tickets, uh, you can purchase them on uh, PayPal by going to my email address, which is redfishchuck at hotmail.com. And in the comments, specify to me where you want your money to go to. So the, the boat tickets will be $20 a piece. Um, and there's unlimited amount of boat tickets. You buy as many of them as you want to. The boat that's being given away was donated by Jackson Kayaks, which is one of Alan's sponsors. Uh, it's a 14-foot Cuda in the like the cream color, I guess, is what it would be. Um, sweet boat. So uh, $20 tickets for that. And then you can buy general raffle tickets, which go in increments of $5. So you, can go, you get six tickets for $5. You can get 12 tickets for $10. Or you can get 25 tickets for $20. And, again, there is no uh, limit upon how many tickets you're allowed to purchase. So feel free if you'd like to even just make a donation. You don't really care about prizes or whatever. You can do that, too. Just let me know in the, uh, in the, li- in the little link down there in the bottom and, uh, when you go to put in your, your money on PayPal. If you're local and you want to swing on by Kayaks by Bo, feel free to do that as well. Um, you can stop on in and uh, pick up your tickets there at the shop, the drawing Tentatively, will be November the 1st, depending upon how many tickets we sell up until that point. Definitely want to try and get Alan as much funds together as we can 
Um, but regardless of when we do it, we're going to hold it. <clears throat> it will be held live-ish at Kayaks by Bo, where we'll draw the tickets, videotape us drawing the tickets, and then we'll post that on Facebook. So everybody who's buying tickets will be well aware of the fact that we'll post the video on Facebook. Then you can uh, go watch the video as your tickets are being drawn. There you go. So um, we got that. And then we got Allen's tournament's actually coming up soon. What's that? When is that, uh, Peppy? The 9th? That's uh, November 9th. Coming up in, what, in a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. Three weeks? Yeah, coming up pretty quick. Um, if you, and registration just opened up. So if you haven't registered for that tournament, it's a redfish-only tournament. Um, and that's going to be held over at Cars Park, as always, with Allen's uh, events that he puts together. Um, it'll be good to see him out and about. That's about the time where I think he's going to be able to kind of mingle a little bit more. So um, that'll be good for him to be able to get out. But uh, call Christina over at uh, Cars Park, the general store. Um, I wish I had the number handy in front of me, but I'll get to you by the end of the show. Uh, contact her. Let her know you want to get involved in the tournament. Then you can uh, you can purchase uh, your registration, I guess, through her over the phone, right? Yep. Somebody will, somebody will post up that number online. We'll get it now. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh. sure. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Head said the last day to buy tickets is the 1st of November, correct? Uh, not necessarily. We, we, we may extend it just a little bit. Uh, I will let you guys know as soon as I know. Um, you know, I just, like I said, I want to give people an opportunity to be able to uh, donate if they want to donate and stuff. So, um as far as money, you know, buy, buy tickets or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, tentative date right now for the last day of tickets sold is the, the morning of November the 1st. And we'll do the drawing the night of November the 1st at the, at the shop. So there you go. Uh, let's see what else is going down. Um, oh, this, oh, there you go. Thanks, Wade. Wade's always on it, dude. Uh, general store at Cars is uh, 321-867-7967. So, again, that's 321-867-7967. And folks that are listening to the show tonight, if you guys want to join in and uh, give us a call, give us a fishing report, we're going to talk a little bit about the boondoggle. We'll talk uh, a little bit about this past weekend's events. Peppy, had a, Peppy and Wade had a banner day uh, fishing in the Indian River Lagoon, so which is pretty awesome. Um, I was pretty jealous because we made the wrong decision. But at the same time, uh, I got to see something that was pretty cool. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But uh, the number to join us, as always, is 714-816-4727, 714-816-4727. Uh, we're going to hit a little quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll jump right into talking about some fishing and stuff. So uh, hang tight. You're joining us at Kayak Fishing Radio, the Redfish Chuck Show. Guess what time it is. That's right. It's time for the 2013 Kayak Angler Choice Awards. Brought to you by YakAngler.com and Kayak Fishing Radio. The nominations are in. Vote for your choice at YakAngler.com slash choice. That's YakAngler.com slash choice. Sweet. One commercial. There you go. We don't like to keep we don't like to keep you in suspense too long here on the on the Monday night show. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, let's see, there are two spots left. Dang it! 
I'm, I'm get, I just got a message from uh, from Joe Hector from uh, the Extreme Kayak Deal. They're doing a practice run for the tournament next that. year. There's two spots available. I it, want one. That is that's a crazy price for it too. That's that's you're getting three days or four days, whatever it is, with hotel room, with the ferry to carry your kayak over and everything like that for like two hundred something dollars. That's yeah, that's I think crazy. it's like. It's like two. I think it's two days, two days and three nights, or just two days, something like that. But regardless, that's the one at the house. Yeah, well, it's not the tournament. It's just the uh, oh, folks, you just heard a, you just heard a third voice. That is none other than the mayor himself, Wade. Hey, I didn't know. I was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wade's on. But uh, no, that's not the tournament. That's just the dry run. They're going to do a dry run to kind of see how smooth things go as far as getting over there and the whole thing, whatever. So they have limited number of spots. There's only two spots left. Um, I'm pretty sure I can't go no matter how bad I want to go. So if anybody wants to go, you're going to be able to take a ferry ride with your kayak, all your gear over to the Bahamas for a couple of nights. You're basically going to be fishing. It's next month. It's the end of next month. And you're going to fish the probably one of the best times to fish, uh, for Wahoo in the Bahamas. That's like, that's when it gets crazy over there. In late November, dude, the, the, the Wahoo run in late November in the Bahamas is, is insane. So, Ed, I see you're in there. Uh, yeah, you need to go. I wonder if, uh, if you can, if you get to bring fish back. Yeah, why not? You've got to clear it through customs and stuff, I'm sure. But, yeah, you, you can got bring it. fish back. you got to clear it through customs. It's been many years. Yeah, you got to clear it through customs, but you got to go by uh, Bahama regulations too. Whatever they're regul- I know it's a lot different than us. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, you're only allowed stricter ex- as far as they got stricter as far as like what you could bring back. So you really got to be on top of that. You're only allowed X amount of pelagic species. You're only allowed X amount of reef species. You're only allowed like X amount of conch, X amount of lobster. So you got to go, you got to go online, go to the Bahamas uh, fisheries department and make sure you know what the regulations are to bring that stuff back. But yeah, you can bring fish back. You know, people do it all the time. But for that price, man, you got to jump on it. I mean, I'd love to see somebody from our group go over there and, uh, and have a great time and let us know what it's all about because I really want to fish that tournament, man, next year. I mean, that's, there's only uh there's only a couple of uh, tournaments that I even care to fish ever. Most of y'all know that. And uh, the Adventure Fishing World Championship will be one that I think I'll always fish until they take it too far out of the way for me to be able to get to. Um, but, yeah, this thing here is just going to be crazy. Nuts. Yeah, I think Whatever. so, too. I can't go. I would love to do that practice, but that practice is that opening weekend of duck season, man. There's no way I'm missing <laughs> duck season. <laughs> well, Same and weekend, I got sh- man. I saw it. Yeah, and I got the shop I'd like open. To get down there and catch a, I'd like to get down there and catch a whole wahoo for once. I've only ever caught half a wahoo a few times. Wait, yeah, if you yep. catch a wahoo, wait, if you catch a wahoo, I think you're going in the water, you're going to shake yourself into the water because if you were shaking as much as you were shaking with a red snapper, I don't know what's going to happen to you if you catch a wahoo. <laughs> Every wahoo I've ever caught has been bitten in half by a shark before I got it up. 
Well, that's because it's all been in the Bahamas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, the that sharks. Was, that was there. many years ago. I worked sharks down there, there for quite a few months. Yeah. Make, oh. make sure you don't break off, Wade. <laughs> there you go. All right. There you go. Getting back, getting back to uh, some some coming up, uh, some some events that are forthcoming that I was just reminded of by Miss Tammy Wilson. Uh, don't forget also too, folks, if you're local, November the second, we're having a meet and greet and a cleanup. Uh, Space Coast Sky King was meet and greet and cleanup, and uh, and uh, afterwards, we're I guess most of us, or hopefully all of us, will be attending. Uh, Mike's movie, Rob DeVore Everyday and uh, yeah, Everyday Push. Mike, uh, Rob DeVore and Mike Kaneen, um got together and put together basically a, uh, a documentary on Mike's life up until this point and his passion for kayak fishing and kind of what drives him and how he kind of got to got to love the sport as much as he does. So uh, definitely looks like it's going to be a bit of a tearjerker, possibly. So. Uh, you know, come see me if you need tissues. I'll have some. I'm not scared to say it. Um, but uh, <laughs> whatever. And then uh, also, too, this Saturday uh, is the low-sodium trip. Uh, Tammy, I believe that you guys are – that those who are going are going to be going on the Little, little Econ, I believe, correct? So uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about uh, – let's see – Questions, comments, concerns that have to do with that. Sorry, brain fart. I'm trying to do five things at once. Uh, contact Tammy Wilson on Facebook. She's pretty easy to find. She's her her profile picture. If there's a million Tammy Wilsons that pop up, is the one and only pink and white bending branches paddle. So pretty easy to spot. But uh, oh, what Snow Hill? Okay, there you go. Snow Hill in Florida. There's no snow, so it's a sandy hill. But uh. <laughs> Check that out. And then uh, this Sunday coming, I almost forgot, we have uh, the Kayaks by Bow Demo Day. So if you're in the market for a new kayak, you've been thinking about buying a kayak, or you have a kayak, you think about buying a different one or getting another one for your fleet, feel free to uh, stop by, hang out, and, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. You know, check it out, man. We've got, we'll have some Hobies out there, Natives out there. So possibly some Jacksons out there, Old Town, uh, Wilderness Systems, so uh, New Canoe. We'll have a little bit of everything we carry there at the shop will be available for you to test. Um, this has become one giant commercial, 19 minutes of, a, of basically of what's going on in the area uh, so far the show. So, But anyhow, um, let's see, pedal kayaks. You're darn right. And well, I'm hoping, Peppy, any word? Uh, sort of. Uh, there, there's probably doesn't look good. There's probably a 20% or 25% chance that we will have those the Slayer propels this Sunday. I, it's it's it doesn't look good. Um, spoke to Woody today, and they are actually meeting with one of the parts manufacturers tomorrow. I guess there was an issue with one of the parts or something like that. So they're trying to get that worked out. Um, it all depends on how tomorrow goes, whether we could get ours before Sunday. You know, you know how that is, Chuck. Though, if, if, if in order for us to get ours by Sunday, they would literally have to, have to ship them out. Tomorrow. They would have to ship them out tomorrow or Wednesday at the latest. 
Yeah. But, you know, so it, it, it doesn't look good, you know. But, I mean, what can you do, you know? I'd rather them take their time and, and get it fixed right, you know, and get whatever they got to do right before they send something out that's not going to be right later on, you know. Yep. I agree, and kudos on uh, on your video that uh, you guys got to do, you and uh, Randy English and Randy's daughter and Wade. I saw you guys in the video that they put out from the uh, Boone Novels. That was cool. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, check it out on Facebook. I don't know if somebody posted up on the link if they want to see it. or so. you, could, you could sort of see the Slayer Propel and us talking about it a little bit and everything about it. Um, as you will see in the video, that is... It, it's a fast kayak, man. It really is. You saw it, Chuck, right? You saw how fast that thing. That thing moves, man. Yeah. It it moves that thing. So I'm, you know, I tested it out and I love that kayak and I just I want it. You know, I'm dying to have it, man. Because as far as me, you know, I fish a lot of tournaments, and for me, that's a game changer. It really is. For me, it is that that whole thing of being in pedals and. You know, just being able to hit reverse if I need to hit reverse, you know, that kind of stuff. It's it's a big game changer. But hopefully we have it soon, man. I'll let everybody try it out. Whoever wants to try out, try mine out when I get it, man. You're more than welcome to use it, you know. So what uh, what's missing from that video though, which I think they should have had in that video, was when Peppy was standing up and uh, bent over, had the pedals by his pedaling with his oh. hands, <laughs> going forward with those things. Yeah, I looked well, over my shoulder and saw Peppy going by pedaling with his hands, standing up. I noticed that you didn't you didn't forget a cigar. That's always important. I mean, that was like, that's, <laughs> that, dude, that's vintage, man. That's got to you know that's got to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wade, was that you going backwards? Yeah. He's just pedaling back, like doing they the moonwalk. They showed me a couple times in the background. They showed me going by real quick, just to just showed my feet and legs hauling by and then showed me in the distance going backwards. Yeah, pretty cool. Good I think stuff. I'll haul so, backwards uh, or forward. Yeah, well, it looked like it was pretty fast. So, uh, awesome, man. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped for you guys. You guys got new toys to play with soon. Um, let's see. So, last week, we I kind of obviously didn't really do much of a show. Uh, that which was aired was very chopped up and it was hard to hear because I was on my cell phone and Skype wasn't working as it usually doesn't. So, um, the boondoggle, the boondoggle was, uh, was awesome. I had a great time at the boondoggle, uh, as always, you know, uh, from what I can remember, shut up, Wade. And, uh, wait, whatever. And so, uh, no, but it was fun, man. We got out, we did a little fishing, um, some guys decided to wake up a little earlier than others and go do some cooler fishing than me, but that was my own fault. I set my alarm, and when it went off, I said, nah, not happening. And so, uh, but I know that... I almost uh, didn't go. I was feeling bad. Debbie kind of talked me into going. I finally went. I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, that was pretty awesome. But, you know, we had, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, caught a bunch of fish, all different kinds of fish. I mean... Well, a lot of stuff that we caught that we catch here. I mean, redfish and uh, trout and flounder, things like that. But uh, the guys that did get offshore, Peppy and Wade and and Ed and uh, a couple other folks there, uh, got on some red snapper. Some mixing, uh, yeah, mixing them and Alex got on some uh, red snapper, some kingfish, some little cobia, um, just a little little 
you know, little stockpile of fish that you typically don't see up here off our beaches, which is pretty cool. Um, but you know, we'll, uh, you know what, why don't we do this since we've, we've been talking for a little bit and got my little timer here to just went off. We're going to hit one more, uh, we'll break here and we get back. We'll talk more about the boondoggle and then we'll get into what happened this past weekend as far as fishing is concerned and, uh, talk to, uh, Peppy and Wade and see, uh, exactly what went down with their pretty awesome, uh, pretty awesome fishing trip, but I was really jealous. I didn't attend. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening to, uh, kayak fishing radio. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod and get ready for some magic. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yachtangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. There you go. And so uh, with that being said, I hit the uh, Bonefish Tarpon Trust a uh, little ditty there because one of the uh, one of the things that I heard, one of the creatures I heard that were swimming in the waters up there in the panhandle while we were there was tarpon. I talked to a couple of people who actually saw rather large tarpon hanging out around one of the bridges. So that's pretty cool. And uh, tarpon were going to be one of those things we're going to talk about tonight because they seem to have infiltrated our intercoastal, which is not a bad thing. I have yet to, in the, let's see, 20, I'll be 20, 24 years of nonstop fishing this intercoastal that I've done, I have yet to see as good of a tarpon fishery in the river as what we have right now. I don't know that anybody can dispute that. And uh, we'll get to that a little bit more here in just a few minutes. But uh, so the boondoggle, yep, it was uh, it was a boondoggle. <laughs> I, I came home with some battle wounds and pride hurt a little bit from uh, one <laughs> particular particular evening. But you know what? It was fun nonetheless, and uh, I, you know, got to see, got to meet a lot of new faces and put you know faces to names, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. Wade was the big winner. Uh, got a, an awesome painting and, and a brand new Slayer, 12-foot Slayer in the Rochambeau Rock, Paper, Scissors Woody event that goes on at every boondoggle and seems like every major tournament. So that was awesome. Congratulations, brother. Thanks, man. And if you should just so it, happen to be in the market for a 12-foot Slayer, is it still available? <laughs> yeah. There I was, you go. was about to say the same thing. <laughs> There you go. So if you should just so happen to be in the market for a 12-foot Slayer, feel free to contact uh, our boy Wade here. He's got a uh, copperhead color. 30% off Slayer. retail price, man. 30% off. <laughs> and, and, don't, and don't be sending uh, – don't send Wade any messages telling him that – asking him if he will take payments because I already heard his answer, what he's going to answer you on Facebook. So I'm just <laughs> warning you, Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. Um, and uh, yeah, so there you go. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. Um, and our buddy Ed there in the chat room uh, with Hellbrand Leatherworks and Fish Wraps 
won the red snapper mount from uh, Brown Taxidermy. So congratulations to Ed. That's cool. Which was fitting because Ed caught a bunch of red snapper while he was up there. Um, of course, there were coyotes. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Ed, Ed killed it, man. That guy, you know what's funny about Ed? Ed? Ed says it all the time. He's like, I hate the river, the lagoon. Inside sucks because I can't catch anything. But, boy, I like offshore. <laughs> so uh, that's really cool. He, he does really well offshore. He's definitely probably one of the leading authorities in <clears throat> kayak fishing past the breakers, I would say, up in this area. So um, good deal on that. Uh, the area up there was really cool. Um, Big Lagoon State Park. I'm glad we got a chance to go up there and check it out. I feel that there will probably be a Space Coast Kayak Angler contingency trip that we'll have to make to, uh, to that location because uh, that was pretty cool, man. It really was. Um, even with the coyotes howling at night, every time an emergency vehicle went by, the rabbits coming out of the woodwork and raccoons and squirrels eating your bread and everything else going on, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Steve McInerney almost got taken out by some killer mullet, and you saw a big spinner shark jump on the inside. That was pretty cool. And uh, there you go. So that's pretty much the wrap-up. I mean, what else is there really to say? It was good times, good fellowship, um, good food. Those jalapeno things you made, Wade, were ridiculous. Yeah, man. I made that on the – people ask for a recipe. I said, I don't do recipes. I just throw stuff together. And if it if it don't work, don't guys never see it. I just eat it myself. <laughs> made that, that. Made a soup and made those things. I kind of did that on the fly and uh, taste them before I – put them away and tasted all right. So y'all got to share them with me. If they would have tasted bad. Y'all would have never seen them. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that potato soup was awesome, bro. I mean, we ate on that for, I don't know, what, two days. It was good. And then, yeah. uh, of course, our, our buddy there, Rigger Randy, <laughs> coming through with uh, 500 pounds of boudin. So that was good. And uh I didn't get any of the dirty rice. I skipped out and went fishing with Alex on that trip, but uh, I did get some boudin, so that was cool. A boudin, boudin. Man, Alex is an animal, man. He fished all day with us offshore, come in. 30 minutes later, he's out fishing with you again. He fished Dude. all, I mean, literally all day, all and, day. From and, first light to dark. And that was grueling, uh, Wade. Well, we had, I mean, we were offshore about three miles offshore or something like that, and and on the way back in, we had a north wind that was blowing probably like 10 to 12, 10 to 15, something like that against us, and it took us an hour and a half to get back. I mean, it was grueling, and uh, and Alex did that. Alex did what he did. I mean, that's just nuts. That guy's a machine, well, you know what dude. Alex told me? He says, I'm taking my time. You know, Alex was the last one to get in. He was like, I'm taking my time. I'm not uh, I'm not going to be in a hurry to get in, and, and it showed. He had the energy to go out fishing again. You saw it happen to me. I was in my chair at the camp. Yeah, well, you know what? We would have stayed out even later. We would have stayed out even later when we decided to go out. We ended up going out and fishing with Chad Hoover and some of the guys, and uh, we fished over there on that Air Force base, which was pretty cool. And we would have stayed out longer, but neither one of us brought a freaking light. <laughs> so... <laughs> The sun's going down what seemed like really quick, and, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it just, man, it, yes, Alex Alex was at the boondoggle. And uh, 
But, yeah, sun was going down really, really quick, and I was like, damn it, man, because the flounder had just started to pick up. Everyone started catching flounder, and I was like, man, they're, they're moving into in a position right now for the night bite. And couldn't couldn't risk it, man. It's not worth a flounder sandwich to get a ticket up there. So especially since we're on like federal property, I didn't really feel like getting in trouble up there. But what a cool place, man! There was so many different places to fish, a couple different places to a uh, couple different styles of fishing to be had. One of the things that really really tripped me out while we were up there was we went back up into this one like. I guess residential canal and way back up in the marsh and every dock you came to had mangrove snapper just covered it. It was nuts, man. There were mangrove snapper thicker than thieves. I haven't, I haven't seen mangrove snapper that thick in a canal in a long time. Like not since I've been down South, you know, fish down South, but, uh, and some of them were pretty choice size and, and Alex and I went out, the first day we went uh, hunting for some redfish, some flounder, some trout, or whatever else we wanted to feed, and uh, we ended up finding a couple of, uh, of decent docks to fish. And at the end of one of the docks that apparently had been blown down during one of the storms, there's all this metal debris in the water, and it was covered in mangrove snappers. So uh, that was definitely pretty cool. Um, we saw a lot of spade fish, um, just tons of different species, man. It was cool, a lot of fun. So then the last day comes, and it's like, all right, everyone's packing up, getting ready to go home, and, you know, you're kind of bummed because there may may or may not have been some style of fishing you wanted to do you didn't get to do, or you, you may not have got to do enough or whatever, but that's that's typical for a boondoggle. And then uh, we get back here. Weather was pretty decent. Um, oh, yeah, thanks, Tommy. Uh, our good friend Spencer caught a nice 24-inch flounder while we are up there on a Tommy head. And then the, I believe the flounder swallowed that thing too. It was pretty cool. But, um, so yeah, we get back here. Cooler. That was a big flounder, man. Yeah. Especially for the Gulf coast, man. They don't, you, they don't normally see them that big over there. And Gulf flounder tend to be a little bit smaller, but 24 inches, that's a good fish. Um, we supposedly popped that right in the docks, uh, right across from that boat launch on the other side of the, the inlet or whatever you call the lagoon there. Yeah, I saw him back where he caught it. It was right by those residential uh, canals that I, I was talking about. I mean, it was a very, very fishy-looking area, very marshy, very tidal-driven. Um, that's uh, that's of, what I uh, told Pepe when we were out there doing those boat demos. We were kind of, you know, just half-fishing while they were filming us, uh, demoing the, the Slayer propellants and the new boats. And I looked across the other side, and I said, that area over there looks fishy to me. We never did make it over there, though. Yeah. Well, uh, huh. Sorry. Somebody's, uh, messaging me and, I, and I'm like, <laughs> squirrel. So, uh, we get home. Weather looks pretty conducive for, uh, fishing the following weekend. Some of us got out. Some of us caught fish. Some of us didn't. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, I went pretty much for an eco tour, caught a couple small trout. I took my neighbors with me, um, a buddy, John and Doug. They're both new Hobie owners and uh, took them out fishing uh, super secret location with Captain Alex. And uh, we're hoping to find some redfish or some decent trout. Didn't happen. And so uh, we went did a little exploring, if you will. And it's pretty awesome. Uh, we ended up finding some mangrove tunnels 
and uh, yeah, definitely G14 class five. We found some uh, mangrove tunnels, some big open bays full of uh, juvenile tarpon, and uh, it was it was the wildest thing I've ever seen because they were crashing little little small like mosquito fish right next to the kayak. I mean, you'd be sitting there throwing, you know, casting, casting, casting. I was throwing a fly, hoping to get one, a couple of them to fly. And all of a sudden, you see this little mosquito fish kind of hopping next to the boat. And all of a sudden, it comes this tarp and just boom, blow up on it right next to the boat. So it was pretty cool. Um, like I said, the group of us, between all of us, I think everybody caught at least something. It was, it was all trout. I mean, we had two giant schools of jacks swim past us. And uh, that was kind of odd. And the fact that they didn't eat anything was even stranger. I've never... Well, twice now, I should say. I've had a giant school of Jackson pass me, and not one of them would eat anything. Um, unlike that one morning when me and you found him, Peppy. Yep, yep. Yeah, heard, so anyhow. Yeah, that morning. Yeah, that morning was good. So so I'm, I'm texting with Peppy back, or trying to call Peppy back and forth and talk to Peppy to find out what they're doing to see if there's something I should probably be doing. Uh, that other than what it was that we were doing, which was wasting a lot of time. And uh, Peppy's like, oh, yeah, man, we're doing great. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. And I'm like, what would you get? And the thing is, Chuck, is that you you had an invite. You know, I asked you the night before. I know I I did. And and my neighbors neighbors wanted to go. And you know what? It was like, okay, I I fish with you guys all the time. You know, these guys are both – Doug's not new to fishing. Doug's new to kayak fishing. And, and uh, John is from Boston and is not a fisherman yet, but we're working on it. So it was, his, it was his second real fishing trip that he's ever made. And kudos to John because John caught a fish on his first kayak trip and his second kayak trip. Even though there were a little trout, he still caught fish. So that's pretty good. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to get these guys really kind of pumped on it, and, and so I, I decided to go with them. I know, whatever. Uh, yeah, you did the right thing, so, man. You did the right thing. Yeah, shut up, get please. people so, out fishing, man. <laughs> 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 so, so I'm, I'm being serious. You did the right thing, you know. I know. There'll I know, be there'll be your days. There'll be your days like a 50 inch red red day, you know. But uh, it's it's good to get people out on the water. You're not making me feel. <laughs> so so I call Peppy and Peppy's like, Yeah man, we're doing good. I'm like, Yeah, what what, what do you guys got? Peppy's like, oh, I've got five redfish. Wade's got five redfish, caught some trout, <laughs> caught some snook, jumped some tarpon. I'm like What? I He's jumped like, so many tarpon. I hooked tarpon up so many times and could not get a single one of the boat, man. I couldn't get them through two jumps, man. I bet I'd jump fifteen tarpon. I hate you. Sorry, so anyway, so, Sorry. No so, so, uh, so I'm talking to Peppy on the phone. He goes, oh, 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 oh. And he goes, okay, yeah, what's up? He's like, I'm soaking a bait right now, and I just had you know, big fish picked it up. I'm like, this this sucks. Like, I'm paddling back to the truck. I'm at the truck, and Peppy's like, man, we're still out here. Yeah, the fish are still going crazy. Oh, oh. Wait, just hooked, a, just hooked another tarpon. No, wait, that's a snook. I'm like, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they got and, and and that and that's how I got uh Chuck got to a point when I was talking to you it was I already had caught five reds, two snook at that 
moment and stuff, I had caught a ladyfish in a mullet, and I got the ladyfish, and I said, you know what? I already caught some fish. I need a big fish for – I'm in that Florida Sportsman Challenge, and I said, I need a big redfish for this tournament. And I said, let me soak a bait. So I just got that ladyfish, cut it in half, and sent it out. You know, I said, what the heck, you know, and I never tossed bait, but I, I did it, you know, just to see if I could get something big for that tournament. But that's how it was. When you called, it's like you said, I already had all those fish. And at the same time, I hear Wade screaming over there. Oh, I just lost another one. I hear him screaming because the tarpon's jumping, and he keeps on losing them. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Oh, you remember what happened after I caught that last snook, Peppy? The water exploded behind me. Scared the oh, hell out of me. My. It was like yeah, a manatee-sized yeah. weight coming out of the mangroves. We learned later on it was probably a, a big alligator. I was five feet from this thing, and it just poured the water like up a out foot, of the Yeah, he had like a 10-foot gator sitting next to him, and didn't even realize it when he hooked one of those snook. Jeez. <laughs> it just exploded the water next to me and took off, man. Unreal. So, what's awesome about that, though, is that the Indian River Lagoon is on fire. Despite, oh, yeah. Despite, despite the... Uh, the alleged claims that there's, uh, you know, issues with uh, another algae bloom. You know, I don't, I don't know about all that. I, I think that we're getting to the point now to where the water's going to start chilling off. I see we're supposed to get down to the 50s at night this weekend. Thank you, God, because <laughs> yeah, I'm so the tired. Of up like up, the water's like up over a foot, too, man. It's incredible how high it was. Mosquito I think uh, there's not even a weed line at Beacon 42. Because the water's so high. What's awesome? It's, it's, I think it, it's that full moon, too. It has a lot to do with that moon. Um, the flood tide's going on right now. If you look at Jacksonville, they just got over their flood tides and stuff. It has a lot to do with that. The water is up higher than I've ever seen it, I think. Let me tell you. Right now. You guys want to laugh. Here, here's, here's Picture this, if you will, my friends. Where we're going... Uh, where we're trying to go fish, there's a bridge that gets in the way. <laughs> because my spot, yeah. where where we were going out wasn't that, isn't a secret or nothing, right? We went out to the flats outside of uh, Pine Island, Big Whoop. So we're going down this ditch, and I'm thinking to myself, man, the water's a lot higher here than it was last time I tried to do this. <laughs> and, the, and the last time that I tried to go underneath the bridge... I was good, except for my orca cooler that was sitting behind my seat, rubbed the, the bottom of the bridge. But the boat and myself made it underneath the bridge just fine. This time around, as we're getting closer to it, Alex is in front of me, and Alex is in a, uh, a, a Hobie Outback, and he goes, oh, man, you got this. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Alex, you can't hardly get underneath that bridge. You think I'm going to get underneath that bridge in a PA? And me, I'm the size of a PA. Like, it's, it's not going to happen. So uh, we end up having to do some evasive maneuvering. And no, I did not pull the kayak out of the water and go around the bridge. What I did. Pull yourself out of the water and, and, uh, and shove it under the bridge and jump back in? Indeed. So what I did is I, <laughs> we come up to the bridge. I stood up. I pulled the seat off the kayak. And uh, no, I didn't. I Got off the boat, my bad. I got off the boat, climbed up onto the bridge, and then, which, picture that, if you will. That's kind of funny. And then, uh, what was I going to say? Can't keep the audio running later. 
<laughs> yeah, my bad. So I climb over the uh, I climb over the bridge and, and I'm I'm waiting for my boat to come out and then I hear Alex go, oh, it's the the armrest on his seat. So I have Doug pull the seat off. My pro angler hand me the seat. I hand it over to Alex. Alex is holding the seat. They shove my boat underneath the bridge. No problem. So then uh, put I hand Alex puts the seat back on my boat. I climb back over the bridge and kind of like lower myself into my kayak, which was interesting. And uh, there you go. Off I go. Off to the races. So uh, and the way armor is no, no arm bruises this particular point. Appreciate that. Was, yeah, whatever. So, uh, so yeah, we did. We, we went about our business, whatever. While we're out there, though, and as you just heard from from Peppy and Wade, the uh, the river's been alive, man. There was so many uh, <laughs> Hobie freestyle competition. Um, so there was so many. Uh, uh, fish moving around, bait moving around, stuff. Most of the fish we saw, the pushes we saw that should have been redfish were probably redfish. We're scared by the 15-plus boats that were running up and down the flats, and, uh, you know, it, it just it wasn't good, man. There was just a lot of boat traffic, so that area is pretty much done for the rest of the season, I think. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So I was throwing most of the day. I was throwing uh, Slayer SSTs. I threw a couple of Slayer STBs, the new ones, and uh, caught one of my trout on an STB uh, and caught one of my other trout on this. Wait, yeah, an SST. And so that was what I did. But what did you guys get all your fish on? Um, well, I uh, I got. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I. I, I used all I used all day. My baits were Slayer, the Slayer STB all day long. That's all I used. I had well, except for lady, except for ladyfish head. <laughs> oh yeah, but that was different. Yeah, that's that's when I was so. That was after, after I had all the fish that I had. You know, yeah, but I, was I uh, I mixed it up with an STB and the Bounty Hunter, and that's the silver mullet, that green and silver, and uh, and uh, and uh, that's what I used all day. I used a BOA airhead, so I, I caught fish on both both baits, man. And yeah, and I'll tell you what, and the big snook that I caught, that snook, I caught him on the Chartreuse STB silver glitter, this Chartreuse silver glitter one. That's what I caught it on, and when I, you know, and I even, when I spoke to Chris Sensi afterwards, I spoke to him, and I told him what I caught it on, and everything like that. He goes, what? He goes, you caught it on that? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, how did you get that bait? And I go, I, you gave me that bait. He goes, yeah, that was that give you that of bait he gave us. <laughs> that was that sack of bait he gave us. Yeah, he did. He gave me that bait, and he goes, well, he goes, I didn't think that bait worked over there where you guys are at. And I go, it, it sure does. You know, the funny thing snook. is, was Peppy called it. Peppy called it. He goes, we were hitting that area before we went in. He goes, I'm going to change to this color. And he showed it to me. I was like, go for it, man. He says, I'm going to catch me a big snook with this color. And he kind of, you know, he said an offhanded comment. And then 10 minutes later, kaboom. <laughs> sure enough. Because, you know, if you see the guys on the West Coast that, that catch snook all the time, those guys that fish for snook a lot over there and they catch them all the time, they'll tell you snook like bright colors. For whatever reason, snook like, you know, the pink 
green. You know, they like those bright colors. So, they like um, that white and that red head, too. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I did. I put on that green one because of that. I knew we were in a snooky little area. And sure enough, man, it paid off, man. Tell you what, <laughs> that area I was in, I've never seen a snook that big in there before. That's the first time I've seen a snook that big in there. So. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Right? Back I got a big fish. It's a big snook. It's a big. It's a big snook, dude. It's a big snook, Wade. It's a big snook. It's a big snook. <laughs> I paddle around there. His 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 pole was just bent in half with that thing. So he, here's 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 a little tidbit for all you that are listening at home, but don't know us from anybody else or never fished with us. When Wade catches a, a solid fish, he shakes uncontrollably. <laughs> he gets very excited, and he just he, he has a hard time just calming himself down, which is awesome because that, that I know that feeling, you know, it, it's that's a cool feeling. When Peppy hooks a good fish, if you're near him, usually you get one or two responses. Oh my God, it's a monster! <laughs> or <laughs> or you get the. Help me! He's gonna spool me! Come on, man! I need your help! Get over here, man! <laughs> you know, and then and then uh, and then if you get, if you if you just so happen to be fishing around me and I hook a giant like that redfish, sometimes expletives come out of my mouth that I don't really mean to happen, and uh, it gets things get a little crazy. So yeah, it's always entertaining to fish with the folks from Space Coast Kayak Anglers and. Uh, with folks from this particular radio show. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And with Alan, oh, that's the other thing. See, Alan's not here, but I'm not going to not pick on him. So here's the thing with Alan. Alan's thing is, upon releasing redfish, sometimes he feels that he has to go in the water with them to make sure they survive. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's not it's not. Yeah, he never stays me. in his boat. I no, never get not, out of my boat. He never stays in his boat. Yeah, it's not turtling. <laughs> if you get in the water to help the CPR, right? Exactly right. <laughs> whatever. We can just, we can, well, whatever. Well, we were, we were keeping true to form. We, uh, every time Pepke and I would catch a fish, we would text it, uh, picture to Alan and uh, with the comment, oh, yeah. wish you were here. And then Alan would reply with an expletive and tell us what to do with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yeah. Crazy. I do that all the time on my off Friday when I'm fishing. I catch a fish. I know Alan's at work. I always send him a text, uh, text him a picture of the fish I caught going, which you were here. Been doing that forever. <laughs> well, let's see. I've got one more thing I need to get to here that I know I promised somebody I would talk about. I can't seem to find it at the moment. Stand by a second. In fact, you know what? While I'm looking for this, let me hit another couple of uh, – uh, commercial breaks here, Stan. Well, we don't need a boondoggle because the next one's not for a little while. Let's do a... Yeah, let's do this promo again. Why not? Guess what time it is. That's right. It's time for the 2013 Kayak Angler Choice Awards. Brought to you by yakangler.com and kayak fishing radio the nominations are in vote for your choice at yakangler.com slash choice that's yakangler.com slash choice yeah I still haven't found it <laughs> uh, whatever 
So, uh, what is it? We'll wing it. Well, it's, uh, Zach's got his, Zach Reese has got his, uh, his little photo contest that he's in. There it is. All right. So Zach Reese is trying to win himself a wasp camera. So those of you who don't know what a wasp camera is, wasp is another company that's come out with a personal camera, much like a GoPro or, uh, Intova, um, you know, any of those types of cameras, the swans, whatever. Um, he is currently, I believe, like six likes away from first place. I'm, I believe this is all going on on the Wasp Cam Facebook page. You can go to the Space Coast Kayak Anglers. If you're not already a member, you can join us there. You can find the picture on our news feed there. Zach, black and white. You can obviously tell that he's taking the picture with some sort of a personal camera of some kind. I think it's a GoPro. But... uh he recently lost his stepfather, or, I mean, his stepfather's father's um, GoPro in the ocean. So he would really, really like to win this camera. So if you get an opportunity, go check it out. Find the picture. It's black and white. He's got a red fish in his hands. The other hand's turning on the camera, taking a picture, whatever. He's got a PFD on. Um, there you go. Describe the picture. Uh, take a, you know, just, just click on it, like it, and hopefully he'll win. With that being said, I'm also in a photo contest. I'd appreciate any support you guys can give me if you haven't already done so. Go to Fish and Florida Radio's Facebook page. Like their page, Fish and Florida Radio, of course. Steve Chapman, Mike, uh, Mike Ortigo, Boudreaux, uh, all good friends of us here at, at Kayak Fishing Radio. Um, they're holding their own photo contest uh, where I think I, I'm pretty sure I'm still in first place, but I can use more votes. Uh, first place winner gets a new black dog rod and a CI4 from Shimano, which more than likely Damn. will end up, yeah, which more than likely will end up being sold at a very reasonable price, at least the real, because I have no desire whatsoever to fish with anything Shimano. So, uh, yeah, hit hit it up, man, and see if you see if you can help a brother out. But anyhow, um, let's see, we lost a couple people there in the chat room. Spaz, you got to go, man. Appreciate you being here. I know that uh, you, I know you've been getting on the fish lately too, so that's cool. Um, let's see what else is going down. Dibs, you got it, Ed. If I win it, I'll sell it to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, you gotta love it, man. You can sell stuff before you even want it. Um, that's that's Peppy style, I think. Peppy pretty much is like, you know, I'm gonna go fish this tournament. I'm gonna win, and everything that I win, I'm gonna sell. And so he starts taking people's you know, bids on stuff before he even shows up for the event, which is pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah, man, you make some money on it, man. Yeah, you got to, man. Especially if you're fishing a tournament doesn't give you any cash. You got to walk away with the something only, and pay. Yeah, the only thing is that last, the last one that I won, that kayak that I won, it was a Diablo. And like, you know, Thomas showed up at the Hoondoggle this past weekend when we were over there. And he wasn't too happy about the way I sold that Diablo. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's one of those yeah. things, you know, what am I supposed to do? I can't paddle it, you know, so, you know, what am I supposed to do? I want it, I sold it right away. But he yeah. wasn't too happy that I sold it so fast. But, I mean, it's one of those things. Yeah, drunk, drunk <laughs> Jesus will get over it. He'll be all right. Our, our good buddy, yeah. Diablo, <laughs> affectionately now known forever as Drunk Jesus. Um Whatever. If you weren't around for that story. <laughs> yeah, feel free to hit me. Did you hear that story, Peppy? 
No, about uh, I know Thomas and them were Thomas was having fun. I know that, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. Fine. Here it goes. So Thomas from Diablo, right? Good buddy of mine, man. And, and he's, he's a friend a good of, guy, man. Just really a great guy. guy. So, and his wife is, is is amazing. I don't know how she puts up with him, but anyway. So yeah. we uh, we're out at Vegas for iCast, and we're hanging out at the uh, at the uh, Costa Del Mar party. And <laughs> let me tell you, he he's hanging out. He's having he's having a great time. All right, it's obvious. He's he's enjoying himself. <laughs> and uh, it was an open bar, courtesy of Costa. Thank you very much, Costa. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, somebody comes up to him and is like, hey, let's go grab a drink, drunk Jesus. <laughs> and it was like just <laughs> it was just the moment because he's got like the he's got like the Jesus sandals on, right? He's got his hair down, his hair's all down. He's got this big beard. He's kind of swaying around, but he's really skinny. Well, not really skinny, but he's kind of skinny, and he's tall. And so, but like for a split second, everyone kind of like looked around, like, "Drunk, gee, oh, I get it. Like that's you. You look like him. That's funny, but whatever. So that's that's how he's known now, Drunk Jesus. But uh, whatever. Could be worse. Could be yeah, known Tom, as something other. Thomas, Tom, he's a cool guy though, man. Real cool guy, man. If, I don't know if anybody if anybody saw the pictures. You can see pictures of him on uh, um, the Boondoggers on Facebook and stuff. You see him and Judd laying out on the kayaks like a big <laughs> drunk. <laughs> they probably were too. It's probably it, it probably wasn't a fake picture either. <laughs> yeah, but he's cool though, man. Thomas Thomas is a great guy. Great. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So. Uh... Yeah, anyway, it was good. It was a good time to have out. But um cool. So fishing reports, man. If you're if you're gonna be going out, let's go to let's go to Wade. Wade, if you're gonna go out and look for some uh some fish fish to catch this uh upcoming weekend, uh what are you going to be throwing? What are you going to be looking for as far as uh, you know, shoreline kind of thing, uh transitional areas, bait, you know, what's the deal? I'd kind of almost like to hit up that area if Pepe and I were hitting it again. Uh, but uh, I may, uh, I'm considering going with uh, Tammy on her uh, her low sodium run down there. And I have no idea what I'm going to be fishing for I uh, this time of year. I know it's not the crappie time, but I know it's out there. It'd probably be bluegill and bass or something like that. But I was also thinking about uh, going back to an old haunt that I haven't checked in a while because it has been kind of slow as of late, but it may have picked up again. It's going to hit the Thousand Islands again, man, and checking out some areas around there. I haven't been there, there in a might while. Be, there might be some snookies there, man. Yeah, the snook, uh, uh, snook and maybe some tarpon. All that stuff was there uh, before. And a couple of years ago, last year, there was a lot of big trout out there and, uh, and slot-sized red. And the year before that, uh, there was lots of big reds off the west end out there, and uh, you'd either catch a, a, a dink red or a giant red, and uh, lots of small trout. So it seems like it changes every year. This year it's kind of been slow any time I've been out there. be lucky if I catch one fish, you know, you know, other than dink trout or something like that, one decent fish. But I'm, I've got a feeling that uh, it may have picked up again, and I'm, I'm itching to kind of try and go out there and check it out. 
if you don't catch fish, it's always a beautiful area out there. With this water up the way it is right now, it uh, may be happening. I'm eager to see. So Very nice. Very nice. And uh, I've been, see Tammy's. I've been liking Tammy's. to tribes areas down south that I haven't hit before. You know, lately I've been going down to Crane Creek and Turkey Creek. Mike Kaneen's been showing me his spots down there. I've been trying to hit a place up down there every couple of weeks and stuff with him. Sweet. Tammy's in the chat room there. She's saying that every fi- every redfish she caught Sunday came out of schools a giant tailing mullet. So uh, that's cool in the South Skeeter Lagoon, which she gave up where she was at pretty much because everybody knows where the South Skeeter Lagoon is. So that's good. Um, that uh, one upper slot red I caught was uh, that uh, Peppy and I were both casting to were both he was swirling in schools of mullet. That you time see a of year, man. Swirl amongst little little tails of the the mullet were had their fins and tails coming up, and then you see a big swirl in them, in in them, and uh, we were both casting to it. I was just lucky enough to come up with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like I say, it's that time of year. Those mullet get in real thick and uh, start pushing around the bottom as they're feeding on the grass and the algae and stuff, and uh, they're sitting there waiting. The redfish are sitting there waiting on the other things that pop out of the grass, thinking that the big mullet or small reds or something. You know, I don't think a shrimp has any clue that a mullet's not going to eat it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a good indication, good way to find a bunch of fish. Just follow around the big groups of mullet and casting them. So good, good on you, man. That's cool. I'm sure the ten. I'm sure the Thousand Islands miss you a bit. I mean, you are indeed the mayor. <laughs> so, Peppy, what's your yep. what's your plan, brother? Uh, I gotta see, uh, I don't know. Um, I gotta start, you know, November, uh, November 16th, I think it is. I think, yeah, November 16th, I got that big final championship tournament in uh, Mosquito Lagoon. It's a Ford Redfish tournament. And I had not fished, um, the northern area of the lagoon. I had not fished an area over there that I've been, been wanting to check out. I have not fished in a while, a few months. I might want to check out something, you know, something up in the northern area of the lagoon, up in that area. Um, just been hearing different reports, though. You know, I've been hearing some people saying they're catching fish up there. Then I hear some other people that the water's all mucky again and all algae and brownish and the whole stuff again. Um, so I don't know, but, you know, i got to, I got to do something, you know, I got to do something about uh, trying out that. I, I got to do something about, you know, I got to fish a lagoon for that tournament. So it's one of those things. Wade, the same thing. Wade's fishing that tournament also. So, so yeah. um, well, I fished uh, I 42 this weekend, so, I and mean, it was kind of murky. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't completely dirty, but it wasn't, it wasn't crystal either, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. I know on Sunday we got the demo, so. Sunday yeah. at ten o'clock we got the demo day, so so um maybe fish something. I wonder if that I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if that flat off of Edie Creek with this water up would be good. Yeah, could be. I'm just all this stuff is popping in my mind right now. <laughs> Tammy's telling you I'll go to Edgewater, 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 backcountry, backcountry, backcountry. And she says no one ever listens to her. So you know, knowing Tammy, I would probably listen to her. And if you were thinking about going north, I'd just head on up to Edgewater. Hey, I'd li- I'm always up for something new, man. If somebody, if somebody will take me, take me there where where I won't get lost. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of backwater up in there to get lost in. 
and tides, man. You got tides to deal with up there too. So uh, I'm, I don't know what my plan is. My plan is probably just going to try and get out somewhere and do some fishing. I mean, I'm coming, I'm closing in on the soft opening of K, KBB Outfitters. Um, really, really looking forward to that. I mean, so those of you that have been able to stop by and just kind of see a sneak peek of how we're going to get started with that, uh, I think you guys will be pretty pleasantly surprised. It's not going to be stocked to the ceilings full of stuff to start with. It's going to be rather meager to start with, but the meagerness will be uh, overlooked, I think, by the quality and the and the uh, variety of things that I'll have in stock. So um, you guys can rest assured that if I wouldn't personally fish with it, I probably won't have it on my walls in the shop. Not saying that what I would fish with is the end-all, be-all, but you know, uh, I'm not carrying, it's not going to be a hook and barber shop and I'm certainly not going to be like a Walmart. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun, man. Uh, Randy helped me out a, a ton, um, over the last couple of days, uh, trying to get stuff put up on peg on pegs and stuff and sorted out of, of some of the things we've got in already. Um, uh, looking at bringing on a couple more rod manufacturers, hopefully before the Opening is concerned, and then uh, I should be hopefully getting my order soon from Akuma. Um, so looking forward to that as well. As far as fishing is concerned, of course, it's going to be Slayer Inc. Slayer Inc. Slayer Inc. That's the only plastics I throw. Uh, I absolutely love them. Uh, Zebco, Ed says, yeah, sure, buddy. You want Zebco products? I'll get you some Zebco products. I actually bought Steve a Zebco <laughs> product. That I did. Me and Me and Tom picked uh mr ladyfish steve there in the chat room up a zebco 33 combo because he was complaining that he couldn't cast his bait caster that i sold him years ago when i worked at a different tackle store so we figured if you can't throw a bait caster we will buy you a zebco 33 <laughs> so he, he we bought it for him he was stoked see can't wait to use it he was excited and uh, I, was, I wasn't sure if I was going to get that or get a backhand when I handed it to him. So I was glad it was uh, him wanting to use it. So anyhow, um, yeah, probably go look for some fish, uh, maybe some redfish, some trout, uh, maybe some snook and tarpon. I need to get some good video done here shortly. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I'd really like to go do the uh, the uh, low-sodium deal with Tammy and, and you guys, but uh, – my days are really numbered as far as what I'm going to be able to, uh, to do as far as fishing is concerned. And, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to get on it and take, take time to do, uh, to do what it is I need to do. So probably more than likely I'll be going looking for schools of mullet, looking for tarpon, some snook, redfish, trout, that kind of thing. Throwing STBs rigged up on four and five O weedless hooks. Um, and then, uh, possibly even throwing them rigged on the Tommy head jakes, because I'll tell you what, I, uh, while up in Pensacola, I rigged one of the uh, STBs up on a Tommy head and landed my first official boondoggle flounder. And for those of you that, that know me and know how far I've been, uh, I didn't say I'm going to throw STDs. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Tammy. Uh, um, those of you that know me know that I travel all the way to Virginia Beach for one of the boondoggles with the with the hopes of coming home with tonnage of flounder, which never happened. So I was very excited to catch one uh, up in Pensacola, albeit a smaller one, but still, it was still a flounder. 
And then, uh, yeah, probably get my, my two neighbors back out on the water again, see if we can't redeem ourselves from our last little trip and put these Intova cameras to uh, good use that uh, I've got here. I've got some pretty cool footage. I need to figure out how to edit it, but I've got some pretty cool um, footage of the mangrove tunnels we went through and stuff, so that would be cool. I think I even caught some tarpon blowing up bait next to the kayak, which would be pretty neat. Um, and other than that, that's pretty much it. Uh, Sunday being the demo day for Kai Swibo. Uh, I might try and fish first thing in the morning before that, but uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not because we have a lot of setting up to do. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. All right, cool. Um, I have a lot of setting up to do, so we'll see. Um, we're going to fish before demo day. Tammy says we are, so I guess we are. Um, I was very relieved and, and very honored to once again be uh, brought back onto the Ho- the Hobie regional team. Uh, I was a not concerned about it much, but I was. it's always nice to hear that they want you back. Um, so I have to renew my contract with Hobie this year. And with that being said, that will bring me into my list of sponsors. I'll go ahead and jump to that now, and then I'll go around the table and let the other guys – uh, thank those who helped them out. And uh, let me find my thing here. Yeah, there it is. Of course, Hobie Kayaks. Thank you very much, Frank. You guys are the best. I uh, had a good conversation with Frank while we were up there at the uh, Boondoggle. Got to talk to some guys, got to meet a bunch of the other team members and um, see some really cool uh, examples of rigging up their own boats. So that was cool. Orca Coolers, Bill Terry's a good friend of the show, good friend of uh, all of ours. Uh, guys, if, you, if you're looking for a roto-molded cooler and uh, Christmas is coming, so if you, if you want to put down something on your Christmas wish list, take an opportunity to check out the Orca coolers. Uh, 100% American-made, always has been, always will be. Lifetime warranty. Every piece and part of an Orca cooler is made here in the United States. You don't have to go asking to have an American-made version made for you. It's already done. So... Uh, Kudos to Orca for doing that, keeping jobs here in the States. Tackle Webs, Captain Mike Ortigo. Uh, of course, if you're not familiar with Tackle Webs, check them out, tacklewebs.com. Clear, clear your deck for battle. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six uh, Tackle Webs on board my Hobie Pro Angler 14. Uh, I, I don't know what I would do without them, to be honest with you. Everything stays uh, right in, in the pockets where I need them. So when I go to grab a fish with the lippers and exactly where they should be, where I go to, re, you know, spool up some new uh, leader material, I know exactly where that's at. Uh, my snacks are always kept <laughs> in a dry place, so that's cool. Um, Railblazer and Yak Gear, I uh, can't thank those guys enough. They make a great product and uh, definitely support everything that I'm a part of. And uh, they've even stepped up and donated a really nice uh, uh, raffle prize for Allen's deal, as well as Webs has too. Um, Ego Nets, ENO, Bending Branches, uh, Slayer Ink Lures, and Kayaks by Bow, and KBB Outfitters. So, uh, we'll go to Peppy. Oh, my list is a little long, but uh, you know what? i got to thank everybody here. Um, without them, I wouldn't have um, be doing everything that I do and have uh, pretty much all the toys that I have. So, um we start off a uh, kayak fishing radio, native watercraft, very goods outdoor shop, kayaks by both, hook one, yak attack, slayering coolers, ochre coolers, 
Ram mounts, aqua bound paddles, tackle webs, fishing for the radio, black dog custom rod, and tailing toads. Thank you all. Excellent. Wade. Man, I hear you listing all these uh, people y'all support, and I was like, shoot, I use almost all those products myself, man. But uh, I'm sponsored <laughs> by Native Watercraft, Native Watercraft, and Kayaks by Bo, man. KBB Outfitters, just like, like you too. KBB Outfitters, baby. I can't wait there for you go. to get it fired up. I was going to tell you that uh, you get uh, new fishermen on the water like you're doing, and that's uh, more customers for you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. You get them, you uh, get them hooked. They'll be hanging out at your shop. Dude, the beauty of having neighbors that that are dying to get into it. My one neighbor tells me, Chuck, you just tell me how much money I need to give you and what I need to buy. <laughs> I said, I like you. <laughs> so uh, no, it's a lot of fun, man. It's always cool to see new people get into it and all that. And it is what it is, man. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I can't forget about this though, folks. If you have a pickup truck and you carry your boats around in said pickup truck with a traditional bed extender, let me tell you about a product. If you haven't seen it, you probably live underneath a rock. Chad uh, Brinkley from Boondocks uh, Gear and uh, Tackle and Fishing Gear um, has come up with the T-Bone bed extender, which is the curved bed extender that you may have or may not have seen in some of my pictures and uh, been talked about on various forums and such. Chad has also come out now with a new style that will accept four boats, four standard size kayaks in the bed of a pickup truck. Two side-by-side and two up on the top side-by-side. It's basically like a bracket that would go, if you can picture it, above the other... uh, the other deal, the other, um, Oh, I you know, saw that, that, man. That looks sweet. Yeah, but that, that thing's pretty sweet. But what's that's, really cool, what's that? No, I was going to say that's what we need when we go to, when we go down to Chuck Lusky, down for the Everglades City. We need one of those, man. Yeah, yeah, so you, check it out. Either so, that or out trailer. <laughs> yeah, now that it's got good wheels on it. So uh, what we need to, uh, <laughs> but what you need, what you, what you need to look at, too, real quick, folks, is it's the Boondocks Gear and Tackle is the name of the company. Chad's a good friend of mine, and so is Brad, who tends to do most of his, uh, I guess Brad does most of the the, the foam-fitted um, pads for, the, for the, the T-bones. But they've also come out with another one for guys that need to car top, like for an SUV or for a truck or for like a minivan or whatever, where the whole thing pivots. It spins, so you put the nose of your boat up, you secure it, or the back end of your boat up, and you secure it, and then you lift the other end up, and then you just simply walk over to your truck, and the whole thing will spin with you as you walk over to your vehicle and set it on the roof. So that's pretty cool, man. I mean, there's and, and everything's made here in the States again. I think in North Carolina, if I remember correctly, um, one of the Carolinas, good old country boys. So, yeah, definitely check them out. Um, you know, we we carry them at Kayaks by Bo, but most of your good, uh, or heck, all of your good kayak shops should carry the uh, the T-Bone line, the uh, Boondocks line of uh, of uh, receivers. So excellent. That that is that. I, I promised Chad that you know I would I would spit a little something out for him because he's done a lot for me, and and I definitely appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah, there you go. And so with that being said, well, anything else? Oh, I need pads for my T-bone. They're coming. Uh, Tommy Head. Well, I'm, I'm just looking through the chat room real quick. Tommy Head. Tommy was at the uh, – more sponsors, yeah. Tommy was at the uh, – oh, I do have a new sponsor. Dang it. Thank you for reminding me. Um, so I was at the Henry show, the Big Rock show, recently, and uh, placing some orders for my, for my shop. And I was talking to the guys from Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks. And I spoke with them out at ICAST, and I drank – a lot of their drinks that I cast to keep me awake and they're, they're not bad. They're really, bro, (laughs) I I give you a run for your money. I'm telling you. And, uh, but man, they woke me up and it was awesome. And so, um, I was talking to them out there, whatever. I like their marketing scheme. I like the way they do their thing, whatever. But, uh, man, it's, it's pretty potent. I'm not big. I'm not a huge energy, energy drink drinker, but I can see myself wanting to use them more now that I understand how it makes me feel uh, by waking me up. So uh, I had some conversations back and forth with them and uh, the, uh, yeah, there you go. So I guess now I'm, I'm a brand ambassador for um, real adrenaline, which is cool, man. It's, that's really cool. And what I was getting to was Tommy was at the, uh, the boondoggle, as most of you know, Tommy had jigs. And uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, his jigs and his business, his company. And for those of you that don't know Tommy as a, you know, on a personal level, excuse me, Tommy is a, uh, is an awesome, awesome man, uh, very godly. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't push religion on nobody, but you guys know where I stand with that stuff. And uh, it, we had a, we had kind of a, a moment where we, 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 connected on a, on a bit of a spiritual level, if you will. And, uh, so please Amen, do me brother. a favor, do me a favor. If you, if you haven't had an opportunity to check out the Tommy head jig line, check them out. They're great jigs. He's a great dude. Um, supports everything we have going on, uh, in the kayak world. He, he, he also hooked up Alan's, uh, raffle with a couple of prize packs. So, um, super cool dude, man. Just de- definitely check out Tommy head, get with him on Facebook and, uh, you know, give him a like or two, uh, you know, get your friends to like his page or whatever, and then buy some of his jigs and try them out. I promise you, you will not be, uh, you will not be disappointed at all. Um, there you go. So, you know how it is, man. I don't, I don't try to get up on my soapbox and preach or nothing like that, but every now and again, you, you come across somebody like, you know, I think we all kind of have that connection in one way or another, like the group of us that always fish together. And so, uh, you know, to me, in in this day and time, the way the world is, it's nice to to have that connection with with folks. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Um, this world would be a heck of a lot better of a place if more people believed in that. But uh, so, with that being said, take a child fishing. They're the future of our sport. Very important. You get them out there on the water. Make sure you practice safe paddling. Put your child in a PFD. If you are not wearing a PFD on the water full time. That's up to you. It's your call. Uh, I always wear my inflatable PFD, um, not just because Hobie tells me I need to, but because I actually like to now because it gives me that sense of security to know that if something should happen to me, you know, if even at worst case scenario, then at least they'll find me quick. So uh, 
you know, practice safe paddling, you know, stay, keep your light on, you know, later on in the morning than you might would normally think. Have a whistle with you. Whistles are good. Tommy gave away a bunch of whistles to the boondoggle, so anyone that was there should have a whistle, a brand new one. Uh, go out past the, the beaches. You know my deal on that. I like to see folks carrying flares and VHF radios and walkie-talkies. I mean, I just invested in some walkie-talkies just to have for when we're out there on the water. We can call each other and tell each other where the fish are at or whatever. Um, and just have a good time, man, and, and share this sport with somebody. You know, I challenge each and every one of you to take somebody out who's never been in a kayak before. Convince a neighbor, a friend, a coworker to come on out, go fishing with you, have a good time, and uh, see what it's all about. You know, um, it's, it's it's just very very important that you do that. Um, and then also too, bring plenty of cold liquid with you, even in the cooler months. You have to stay you have to stay hydrated, and there's no better way to keep something nice and cold than in a Fish wraps fish bag from Ed from Hellbrand Leatherworks. See, I slid that in there. Um, it keeps everything nice and cold. So, uh, but you know, stay hydrated out there. Go with a buddy, whatever. The gators are starting to get a little, little crazy. This is the time of year where they kind of go through kind of a false mating season. The testosterone kind of flies through the through the roof. Um, I've got a good buddy of mine. He's a local trapper. And uh, he came into the shop today and he was telling me a little bit about what's going on with the gators out there. And he's been having, he's been getting a lot more calls lately for aggressive gators. And so keep, keep your mind sight on that, you know, just be, be, be cognizant of the fact that we are part of the food chain when you enter into the lagoon system. So uh, with that being said, Trey and Logan, I hope you guys sleep well and finally kick the cold that you guys have been rocking and, uh, Wade and Peppy, thank you so much for being here. Pep, I always appreciate you being on board, man. It's it's been it's been a blessing having you on the show, man. And uh, hopefully, Alan will be back with us here shortly. And you know, once uh, once he's here, you know, the gang will be all back together. Wade, feel free, man. Call in every week. That's right. All right. Wait. Yeah, call in every all week. Right, all right. You'll be part of the, part of the little family here. So. Uh, so everybody else out there listening, thank you so much for uh, for checking us out. Please like our uh, Facebook page, which is Kayak Fishing Radio. Um, go to our, our website, share it with people, share the show with people. If you're listening in, you just tuned in late, you can, down, you can download the show on iTunes for free. It should be available tomorrow or the next day. And uh, don't forget about our app. Uh, we are still trying to work all the bugs out of that. We apologize for any issues that may go along with that. But... Uh, yeah, please do me a favor and check out the app and uh, follow the other shows, too. we got the Low Sodium show on Wednesday night, and then we have Chip's show on Thursday night. And, uh, yeah, bring it all back down around to us on the next Monday. We'll cover uh, the what's the next? Oh, we'll cover the Low Sodium trip, so maybe we'll get Tammy to call us. And uh, we'll cover the um, demo day and hopefully some fishing events that went down as well. And we'll talk to you next week. And don't forget... Go vote. Guess what time it is. That's right. It's time for the 2013 Kayak Angler Choice Awards. Brought to you by YakAngler.com and Kayak Fishing Radio. The nominations are in. Vote for your choice at YakAngler.com slash choice. That's yakangler.com slash choice.